0: Hey folks, this is Joe, Joe Max Morons, back again for another week. You can't get rid of us. I am here with Adam. What's up, man? Hello. And we are here with Thomas and our little mascot Victoria, who you won't hear from most likely, but uh, but just so you all know, she's adorable. Thomas, yeah, what's up, man? Thomas How are you doing?
1: She's here. Her first, her first words
0: will definitely be um Leao is staying forever at milan that's gonna be <laughs> your first full sentence i will make sure of this mm-hmm. uh so welcome you know surprisingly a lot a lot going on um uh, i say surprisingly because you know the seasons are kind of wrapping up premier league's over uh united champions league spot uh which is fantastic yeah good to see them back you know back in it 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 kind of wasn't terribly dicey but Milan definitely, or excuse me, uh, United definitely had to work hard to sort of stay in that spot, right? Um, I think yeah. this ended. It was fairly unrealistic that United was going to win the Premier League. So, of course, you know, you know, Plan B is just to you know make sure you secure that top four spot. Um, did this kind of go as you thought it did, Thomas? Um, I assume you're excited to be in the Champions League again.
1: Yeah, it. Uh, you know, it, I, I, we all said the minimum target had to be Champions League qualification. They're clearly not there yet to win the league, uh, to even challenge for second. If Arsenal will keep playing like this, but they, you know, they won one cup, they're in the final of another cup, and they got a, a Champions League spot. So they put themselves in put themselves in a good spot to to recruit this summer uh, some players that they need. But it, that all kind of hinges on this the whole ownership deal getting being figured out in good time because they, they got to be able to make these signings this summer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't bring up the ownership issue a ton because it, it does kind of seem like the Glazers aren't terribly serious about this. I think they're kind of open if some offer comes and blows them away. Um, as you guys know, we do know of one of the offers, um, because it happens to be people that are in our circle to some extent, but the, the opinion of that, of that group was that they weren't really all that serious. Um, but now that oil money is being thrown around, that does start to get serious. I just don't really know if they actually will sell or if they're just sort of like valuing the team and figuring things out. So I haven't really brought it up a ton you just never Either know way, what, the what the they're serious
1: about down,
0: like, just help the team. yeah I, I i don't know I, I just i don't i don't see them selling anytime soon but adam um you know back to UCL talk I mean is this is this about what you expected and or hope for were there any surprises or or you know <clears throat> what, what do you see this as the as the development of this team goes where, where do you see this, this this sort of lining up
2: for united i think it's great I think it's yeah I think it's you know better better than expected I would say you know with the two with the with the the uh League Cup trophy and the FA Cup uh final and Champions League spot and not I mean automatic Champions League spot not not a uh the fourth that fourth spot I think they still have to play like that weird play game which is not even competitive but it's a formality of uh, of UEFA. It's something you know. to do. It's something to do, but they have to do it before they finish all their business in the summer. So it's like they have half a squad mm-hmm. to play because players have left and they haven't brought all the players in that they need. So and they're not gonna, they're not going to play other players that are going to leave. So it, you know it's it's a, it's an awkward little period of the season. And that you know that sort of brings me to like. I wish there were there were more stringent rules like like FIFA rules like hey this is the period where you can transfer players there are no games in this period like ever like like in club clubs for any clubs you know
1: like they have to maximize how much money they can make
2: that that's the problem it's all about money yeah. it's all about you know so you know I don't know it's it's weird but I'm glad that United finished third I, this is uh, to me this is way better better than expected we have i think casemiro was like the real key to make oh, yeah. everything click here not no, the center backs uh, you know the Vron partnership with with martinez was was amazing and uh transformative for the club and i think casemiro addition of him was was a big transformation for the club too so i feel like they're right where they need to be but they have to continue this they have to let you know let eric ten Hag have have his say and listen to what he has to say because he understands how to build a club and sustain a club and win he did it with Ajax. he was there for like four years and they won i think three of those years or something like that
1: yeah and he's He's somehow managed to get the best out of
2: guys like Rashford and Shaw too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he he gets the best out of the, the player the existing players and identifies the areas that he has to improve and brings in players for those areas, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, he's he's a great manager and I, I think it's, it's it's a it's a success <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I think
0: he's I think he's maximized those players on the team. I think he's maximized kind of what, what they would mm. able to, you know, put out there both, you know, personnel wise and tactically, especially when you you know, when you think about the injuries and, and really, it, you know, I know we make lots of jokes, but you know, they bring in, you know, Varane and partner him up with Martinez and finally kind of move away from, from McGuire. Um, you know, Casemiro was an absolute coup. Arguably, one of the best signings yeah. in 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 the whole the whole year for in the world, right? One of those influential signings that that any team has been able to bring in. You know, at the time yeah. they did um, the the ovation he got in that last game as he was coming off really kind of says it all. I mean, you know, when when he was being subbed out, you know, the United fans just went went really big. Um, yeah. In in clapping him off and cheering him off, and for a guy who's only been there, you know, five months or four months, that's I think that's that's significant in what he's accomplished with his team. I'm, well, I, he came I in the summer, much... so
2: he's been there more than that. He's been there for like eight, nine months, more like that.
0: Yeah. I feel uh, like,
1: okay. Oh, he came in the summer. Organized... Okay, he came in the summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. He's galvanized the team the way Ronaldo was supposed to. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 you, if you can't hear Thomas all the way, it's because uh, Victoria's taking this, taking the uh, the microphone from him sometimes.
1: I'm I'm I might have to go. Ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, and so uh, so I think uh, anyway, Adam. I, I I think that if anything, I think they've got to kind of solve that forward position. I think Marcial does a great job when he's in there, but he's just hurt so much, and it it just hampers his development. It hampers his, you know, his consistency, um, and that does kind of bring me to the next topic, and that is there is a rumor out there right now. And let's 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 get into it. That Neymar wants to go to to Manchester United next year. Um, how how do you see him fitting into this team? Uh, you know, Adam, like, is this something that you want? This does come with a lot of, a lot of baggage obviously, but do you want Neymar mm-hmm. to be part of the squad next year?
2: Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I initially was skeptical of it and, and, and was sort of hesitant to, to I don't know, to, to be happy about it, but you know, we were we were all texting earlier about this and and Taylor was like oh yes i definitely want it i for me i'm I, i'm like i don't know i feel like ten hag we finally there's finally a manager at, at man united that can find puzzle pieces and put them in the correct puzzle the corresponding spots in the puzzle and i don't i he's a he's obviously a a world class talent but do we does united need that do do they have they've got where's he going to play and where are the other players going to play you know how is that going to displace all of the other players um i don't know in in particular rashford who is who is maybe the hottest player in the world after the world cup you know for though for those like three four months after the world cup he was the most informed player in the world. You know, you want him playing off the left. You, he's, in my opinion, much better off the left. Some people want him through the middle to be the number nine, but I don't know if that's his, 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 his best spot. I think his best spot is off the left, and I think United are better served finding a true number nine than bringing Neymar in, which, but at the same time, I'm, I'm sort of like, how can you, how can you be not happy about bringing a player like that in? Depend It all, it all depends on the the value and, and, and how much they have to pay for him and that sort of thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm skeptical yeah. of it.
0: Thomas, what, what do you what do you think? Do you, do you do you see him being able to fit into the team? I, you know, and agreed, he's a master, he's a world class talent. Um, you know, it, you'd be dumb not to say I, no. But for the for that I money, you can about do about a lot of
1: things. About <laughs> into
0: the team, he's. Yeah, we're we're losing time. A little bit there. that
1: we got rid of with. Uh,
0: we're we're Can losing your me? the connectivity. Lean,
2: lean to your uh, left. Lean to your left. To your As left. As wire once uh,
0: said, uh, I believe you have a network connectivity I, issue.
1: Th- Greg. Yeah, but I, I think. I think Neymar's obviously, you know, world class talent. I just, I think he brings the kind of ego that we got rid of getting Ronaldo shipped out. So I, I don't know how he would fit into the team. I don't know how he would upset the team dynamic. I, I think if United got him, he should play as kind of a false nine, and him and him and Bruno kind of swap back and forth in the middle there, and you can still keep Rashford down on the left, but. He's probably going to come in with like demands about where he wants to play. So, I who knows? I it could be a great signing or it could ruin the team. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah well, I mean, I, I think you know, it, you know, I I think if Tinhag could do a, a top three that sort of rotate around almost like a false nine, but I, I, I just don't see this team wanting to do that with the people they have. But if you had, you know, think about it, if you had Rashford, Neymar, and Anthony, they could do that if they if they wanted, you know, if, if he wanted to sort of maneuver that way. And you don't need to have the entire, you know, 10 players in that system. You can just have them in a rotation up top, just kind of causing havoc. I mean, all all three of them can attack from anywhere uh, and put the ball in the net. And Garnacho. And go Gar- yeah, and Garnacho's coming up and developing. You have Sancho. Yeah. Um, you know, and then if you put Bruno kind of in behind there, let him spray that ball around and let, you know, let them um, yeah. you know, let them kind of play off what he sets up. Him and Erickson can kinda of ha- can get it done. Is Ericsson around next year as well? Is he is he signed for a while or was it a one year deal?
1: And yeah, I think he should be. think i think his
2: i think his deal is through the end of next
0: year so be curious to see if you had neymar rashford and either anthony or sancho or ganache on the right where bruno goes because you either take bruno and put him on the right so erickson sits in that 10 spot or you have bruno in the 10 spot but you still want you still want erickson getting up the field because you have Casemiro there behind him as well. Mm-hmm. It's a crowded midfield with with, with Bruno, yeah. um, Erickson and Casemiro.
1: But that's a midfield where only Casemiro is really playing with any defensive discipline. We need another solid defensive or box to box type midfielder. Uh, like we need another solid midfielder, and we need a, a center forward. Is really the, the biggest issues. It-
0: it's just hard to fit them in. I mean, at that point you have, you know, if you have three up top, you're you're three mid unless you're gonna drop to a three man back line, you know, your three in the middle mm-hmm. are kind of already set between Casimir Erickson, and Bruno. You're not gonna bench any one of those guys but, there. But yeah, that's thing, if, if, if you're
2: gonna play if you're gonna play those three across the top, you have to determine who's who's playing on the left side, who's playing on the right side, who's playing the center yeah. forward. And then you're going to have three central midfielders, basically, and you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna play a 4-3-3 three, three, but you know obviously the middle three the this the second three are gonna be tight in the in the middle as as like a Liverpool plays but we, you're gonna have to have amazing you know left and right back that get up and down up and down they can run all day long
0: and well, we uh, you probably off, need so. a right back for that then but you have Shaw, which is great you have Shaw, shallow he gets that done
2: Aaron Wan-Bissaka Aaron, ah, and, like and Dello have, have been getting up and down the right side really, really well at the, at, toward the end of the season, the second half of the season. And Wan-Bissaka, sure, the, the knock on Wan-Bissaka has always been his play going forward. Sorry, Thomas, I'll I'll stop in a second. But yeah. at the end of the last few games, his play going forward has been... Pretty good, and if if he can just if he can get that last bit of quality, you know those those balls across or or you know it, it's it's there. He's he's got everything but that last final you know piece of the good. But
1: Thomas, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say I think our most important player this season behind Rashford has been Shaw. Because he's. Yeah. He stepped in the middle. never thought about him playing in the middle before of the back line. And he did really well there. But then, you know, when we don't have him on the left, we lose a lot of his attacking stuff. But but when he – towards the end of his time at playing at center back, he was stepping up into the midfield a lot to win the ball. I, like – just his willingness to play out of position and play it well, and the fact that he provides so much when he is at the left back, I think he's made a case that like he should be the captain. I think the the way he's played for the team this year has been really impressive.
0: Yeah, I agree. He was captain. He was captain occasionally this year, wasn't he?
1: Uh, I, I think only like once.
0: I don't know if he ever
2: got it's the armband. It's been Bruno, who Bruno's, you know, despite his what what everyone complains about him is diving and all that kind of stuff, his play acting. He's a good captain. He's a good captain. But I think I don't know what
1: we don't know. We don't know what their team dynamic is behind the scenes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Going on on like stepping up for the team it's sure this season has been just awesome yeah
0: yeah i you know speaking of the, the the diving i mean bruno's had his issues but when neymar shows up you know that goes that that gets that gets you know multiplied by a hundred uh um, yeah you know neymar spends half the game laying on the ground so like it it it, it turns this team into a much slower you know, not much slower play. When you when you, when you when you go to the ground so often, you know, it slows the game down a ton. And I'm just not sure. Like, it, it's an entire it, – it's a switch tactically as well because, you know, United play fast. Uh, they play fast and physical. Uh, and so I wonder if that's going to work for guys like Rackford and Bruno and Erickson and Catamiro and Shaw, who's a – you know, I mean, you're talking about a lot of speed, you know, on this team with Sancho. and I mean, Sancho oh. – Rashford, Shaw, uh, even Varane's got a bit of a team, Masaka, you know, these are all guys that, you know, outrun everybody. And if Neymar's going to slow the game down with fouls, that's going to change the way Neymar they play. Plays,
1: he plays the one with Mbappe. Like, he plays that fast to get in behind defense. It's just, yeah, he dives, but so does Bruno. <laughs> I think a guy like Sancho slows the play down a lot more than Neymar does. But that's not my concern uh um with Neymar it's the the it's all about me kind of mentality that concerns me
2: it's the off the pitch stuff that concerns me with Neymar
0: yeah I think Rashford I think Rashford and Shaw are going to get very frustrated if they've got to stop the game every every two minutes because Neymar went to ground again and we've seen look we've seen this guy go to ground uh, these are we've seen him it's total dives untouched and he throws himself like he did it in a friendly for god's sake in japan like no one touched me. he did it anyway
1: they already deal with that with bruno that's that's not right, so it's more. With that's me. What i'm saying
0: this i'm saying it's, it's if bruno think, does it one every
1: 10 minutes Neymar does it once every I think, three minutes i think Neymar is world class but like adam said i think the bigger concern is the off the field stuff is his attitude. Like, how long are we really going to have him before he's already looking for his next big money move, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I just told the
0: United on. spending a massive amount of money on him, though. It's, it's just, no, yeah, I, I agree. I can't I, either you know, with the, with the question about the ownership. Done with it. Yeah. You get number nine. I think you could use a, a, a starting right back. I know I, you, you have a a potential goalkeeping issue although that kind of changes by the week um and then yeah. you have know, depth depth in the middle you know depth at that center back I think you know 10 hog 10 hog was asked this week about Maguire and he said he said I love Maguire would love to have him stay but you know he's going to make some decisions he basically gave a gave an, a non-answer answer right he basically he said Maguire has already come to him and says I'm getting the hell out of here I don't you know I I want to play and yeah. and he could and he could you know McGuire can go play other places for sure. But I I, yeah. I you know they will they, need depth there. They have Lindelof, <laughs> Martinez, and they have Varane. You certainly have Shaw who can play both, but you need depth behind Shaw. Um I'm not sure, you know, judging by the texts with you guys and Taylor that, that everyone has sold on Malasia Um no Right, so, so that's the other thing is that a number nine, I think a right back, potentially a goalkeeper, and then depth on the wings, you know, all across the defensive line, in the middle, and obviously another forward. Uh,
2: you know, the, it's funny you touched on Malassia because I, I feel like he is very similar to Shaw when Shaw showed up at United. He had really good speed. He was pretty good defensively could be better defensively he, he he's gonna get better defensively he's got a really good pedigree going forward you know it's just he's got to fine-tune all this stuff it, same thing Shaw had to go through he reminds me a lot of Shaw when Shaw showed up because he's he's fast he gets you
1: go through a broken leg <laughs>
2: he, he's fast he gets forward, and and he can defend well and he can get better at all of that sorry go ahead
1: Thomas I said Shaw. Sure. I think had a lot more potential. Malaysia is just like I don't think he defends very well, and he's caught out of position just all the time.
2: Yeah, like, I think he is too. I think his positioning is is one thing that, but that's but that's that's coachable. I mean, and Ten Hag, we'll see. Ten Hag is has shown that he is able to coach players to be better than than what they were basically yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know so speaking of forwards so the FA Cup final is uh, is what this weekend right and they so they play city um, martial is out we just found this out uh, for uh, officially although I think there was a bit of a speculation anyway I'm assuming that means vague horse starts um, at that top well, spot Adam is that is see. that the case?
2: We'll see. I don't know. I, I
0: wouldn't.
2: He's fallen so far out of favor. It seems that I don't know if yeah. he'll play. I feel like maybe Rashford starts, and Sancho and, and Garnacho, or Anthony. Anthony might be even fit for this game. So I feel like there are there are plenty of options uh, before big
1: Do you like Rashford up top, Thomas? I think he's our best option at the moment. If Martial's out, I. I I was saying over the weekend I wanted to see Martial, uh, Garnacho and Rashford start and just be like a really fluid front three. But now it looks like it's going to be – I think we're going to see probably Sancho on the right and Martial – or not Martial, uh, Rashford on the left and – or no, Rashford down the middle – and uh, maybe Garnacho on the left if Anthony's not uh, if Anthony isn't ready to go. I think Garnacho gets the start. And Which I think is- Sancho. I'm not big on Sancho, but I think he played well enough in the last game that he deserves the chance. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Martial down the middle, and we're gonna try to look for him in behind their back line as often as we can. I mean, what what about a Bruno
0: um up top, but although he tracks back a bit and gets a bit behind Rashford and, you know, say Anthony on the right, who then push forward. More of like, you know, maybe going to like that old orista you know, style play. I mean, I wonder if, if Ten Hag can can maneuver the team to take advantage of being able to have Erickson and Bruno on the field at the same time Even Rashford on that on that left side where he's just so brilliant. Um I- I, I wonder if Ten if Hag will be open to that kind of, uh, of adjustment. It's a big adjustment, though.
1: I, I think we could see Bruno on the—we were texting about it earlier, and Taylor made the good point. I think we could see Bruno on the right and Sancho on the left and Rashford up the middle, and then you have Fred, Casemiro, and Erickson in the midfield.
2: Yeah. Which I think and, I think
1: we're going to need Fred in this game. I think we're going to the way City <laughs> can overload that midfield, we're going to need him.
2: I think so too, but like yeah. if you think about it, they could also at that point take out one of those central midfielders and put in Garnacho, move Sancho to the right, put Rashford through the middle and Garnacho on the left, you know. It's uh It all it 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 all depends on who's fit and who can who can play. So
1: we'll see. Yeah.
0: Do so. Do you think there's a goalkeeping issue for night that to be solved for next year, or do you think De Gea is still the top goalkeeper that he's always been?
1: He won the Golden Gloves. So when this season he was the Golden this season. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's so
0: funny with him because. You know, after he gave up the, um, you know, he gave up some bonehead goals there towards the end of the year, and and, and there was a blow-up of, you know, of, oh my gosh, we have to replace him, we got to get rid of him. And then he comes through with a whole bunch of shutouts, and it's like, oh, he's brilliant again. Um, I guess, you know, such is life being a Premier League goalkeeper, but I was kind of curious what your take was on this.
1: I think the biggest issue has been his play with his feet is not up to what Ten Hag wants, but... I think he's gotten better. Uh, Like I've never thought he was terrible with his feet, but I I don't think he plays it out necessarily the way Ten High wants. But but uh, I mean, how can you argue with his record as a goalkeeper this week? You know, we had a couple shitty games where we gave up six to City. We gave up. We had that really terrible game against Liverpool. Talk about. But other than that, he's been he's been the reason we've stayed. State in game. Certainly like look at the last game. He stopped a PK and United came back from behind to win when they could have gone down what was it was one nothing at, at the point when he stopped the PK. And he's not even the goalkeeper who's like known as a PK stopper either, but he's he's been huge for the team in a lot of games. Is, game. is Henderson still
0: a United player on loan? or has he been sold yet? I, I, I don't recall.
1: I think he's still on loan, I'm not sure.
0: I'm curious, I mean, De Gea played every Premier League game and all and, and all but one. Um, he played all the FA Cup games and he played all but one of the Champions League games. So, yeah. I mean, he's got what, 40, it was a, I'm, I'm counting about 45 games he played this year. That's a lot for. Him. I mean, he's he's old, he's thirty two, which actually isn't old for a goalkeeper.
1: That's a lot you know, for a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah. So it, it you know assuming he you know he stays healthy, I mean there's there's a thirty seven year old Tom Heaton who I'm assuming is not going to be around on this team a ton longer. Um, Jack Butland. Uh, I have nothing to report here. I just wanted to say the name, um, <laughs> and then you know Dean. He- <laughs> Dean Henderson, uh, I, I guess, he who has been called sort of the heir apparent to a lot in a lot of English circles. Um, curious if they'll if they'll sort of bring him into the squad at some point. Um, seems like uh, uh, you know, seems like it may not be a terrible time to start thinking about the future. But but thirty two is kind of a pretty good age for goalkeeper. Like I don't want to see him making these kinds of mistakes um I I think this is really the expectation would be that De Gea is as solid as he's ever been so I, I mean Adam I don't know if you if you have an opinion on on whether De Gea has a bunch of years left
2: I think that De Gea has definitely years left at, at the top I feel like his issue is some sort of like weird thing that Spain has done where he's 32 years old. He's not that old for a goalkeeper. And they've basically told him he's been retired for like three years now. Like from the time he was like 29 years old, they've said, oh, you're retired. And he has continued to say to Spain, like I never retired from international football. So I don't know. I I feel like at 32, you're not done. I, I feel like De Gea was brought to United to be a trophy-winning goalkeeper. Uh, you know, bring United back to the glory years or continue the glory years when he was brought in in 2012, I think, by uh, Alex Ferguson. He was. So, one of the,
1: he's the only player in the team to have won the league. Yeah, he
2: is. Yeah, it so in I, I don't. I don't think he's done. I think there's. I think he's got more I, I you know every goalkeeper on every team makes a mistake throughout the year and every yep. time De Gea makes like two mistakes a year and there's they're just they're just amplified and they're put all over social media and people share them and they're like hey this guy sucks he doesn't suck he's really good and I think United should keep him for the long run you know. Just one last thing before I stop. When they brought in Edwin Vandersar to United, who won the Champions League and won the Premier League with him, a bunch of, he won the Premier League, like maybe two, three times with United. He was, he was like 34, 35 when they brought him yeah. to the team. So, so I think De Gea is the, is the man. And I think we keep him. I say we keep him.
0: I believe they were solving a Tim Howard problem at the time, if I I recall. They brought in uh, (laughs) Edwin Banner, sorry. Um, (laughs) I I assume a lot of near post goals.
1: Howard was already out on loan. They were solving, uh, what was the other guy's Carol, was it?
2: Carol, Carol, the Northern Um, Ireland guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: problem solved. (laughs) Leave it to Ferguson, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, uh, guys, thanks a ton. Uh, An entire entire episode on on United, which actually is is a lot of fun, especially considering um, how fun they were to watch this year. Um, And they're one of the few teams of ours that have an actual meaningful game, you know, coming up. Um, So, uh, you know, go United, you know, beat City. I don't know. It's a a tough, tough hill to climb. But, you know, whatever. Weirder things have happened for sure. Um, I,
1: I'm not holding my breath, but I want I want United so badly to just take a dump on on City's treble. <laughs> I hope they win the game. Me. Also, actually, uh, you know what I mean. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I, I suspect that most of the world is going to be rooting for United. Nobody likes. Nobody likes the favorite, and I think City's going to be such a favorite. I also feel like I mean, look, it's a der- it's a derby, right? So like. It's entirely plausible that United win this game. You know, it, it's, you know, this is kind of how derbies go. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, so, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate you being here. I, as always, I have a lot, one last question. It's an easy one. Adam, who wins the game, United or City?
2: Oh, fuck you, Joe.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I, I
2: want to go with my heart. And say United, but I'm gonna go with my brain and say
1: city. Thomas? I'm never using my brain anyway. I'll say United.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be a waste for you to start now, obviously. Why it's been yeah, thirty-eight right. years of so why, <laughs> why 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 start now? Yeah. Um yeah, I, I think I think uh I think City wins, but I also think I you know, I'll be rooting for United for sure. Um, and I, again, it's it's a derby. These teams play each other a ton. Um, it's a different atmosphere, a different vibe, and I, you know I think that's going to be, um, you know, the kind of the fun part about it. Um, so uh, so have a uh, have a great week. Enjoy the games. Uh, Milan plays their last game. They're UCL uh, bound regardless. Uh, United play FA Cup. They are UCL bound regardless. We hope they win the cup um, and, and, and sort of ruin uh, City's chances. Uh, we'll talk next week about the Champions League final uh, between City and Inter. Hopefully, City have lost their opportunity for a treble by that point. Uh, so, everyone, enjoy the game. Uh, go United, go Milan, and um, and have fun. We'll, we'll talk to you next week.
2: Bye, Ud.
1: Bye.